delighted to have you in the podcast where all stories are welcome and the masks come off. Hi Divya. Hello Shiva, how are you? I'm very good. Welcome to Soul Brews with Shiva. It's such a delight to host you on Coffee and Soul. Thank you so much for having me and you've been very patient and uh, I've been looking forward to it myself but somehow I guess when it's meant to be it's meant to be. Absolutely and I'm so glad that I finally caught you. (laughs) (laughs) Feel me yes yes absolutely. Wonderful thank you so much for making the time. Thank you. So you got your coffee ready with you? All right so here's to here's to life and friendship and long may it live. Absolutely. Yeah. To many more go- glorious, wonderful, happy years. And look forward to that. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yes. Good coffee. Okay. Yeah. Divya, can I ask you to just hold this cup between your hands? If you, if it's too, if it's not too hot. It's no, okay. it's not. It's perfect. Yeah. And can you just sit back and relax and breathe and just relax and let the smells waft over you and the feeling of the coffee and what comes up for you? If anything comes up for you. It's actually quite a magical moment. I've never done this. I have a coffee every day, sometimes with you. Never really. But I think today when I did it, I really was in the moment. And I think for me, everything came to a pause. And there was a stillness. There was a very calm stillness and a sense of, uh, you know, contentment, gratitude. I don't know. So it was a very like a calming effect of that whole aroma and the, you know, the flavor in my mouth was just so like really in the moment. So thank you for making me experience this actually. Now I'm going to do this every time I have my first sip. It's a pleasure, Divya. What what does this being in the moment, being calm, what does it mean for you? What does it do for you? So I think, you know, it's always coffee is always on the go I've always had like let me get my caffeine fix and let's let's get on with it you know but I think this is the first time when it said it gave me a little stillness it made me sort of literally what they say stop and smell the coffee is what I actually did and uh, and I've really enjoyed that moment and I think it really makes you reflect that why am I I think I should sit down every day and enjoy my coffee then rather than taking it, you know, being, it's like on the go, on the get your fix and let's get going. So I think that's what I meant by in the moment. And I think there's, it's it's coffee, but the joy it's given me about along with being in the moment is that, oh, wow, this is my coffee time. And, you know, I've had my sip and that how blessed am I to be doing this? Yeah. yeah, instead of it just being a tick, no, I have to do this and then get on with the rest. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah. think it's so magical to experience, you know, the stillness and the calmness because I think in all this madness, we forget that how what a cup of coffee can do to you and <laughs> really uh, stir your soul, which yeah. it has. I think that's very beautiful. It stirs your soul. Yeah, it's, it's so true. Um, then we are moving, picking up from that. What else stirs your soul? Wow. I think there are a couple of things, you know. Uh, it's all very, uh, Shiba, for me, I think what stirs my soul today may not stir my soul tomorrow. Sure. 
And at the moment, what stirs my soul is I love being in nature. And I actually have started enjoying a lot of me time. That's really stirring my soul. Like I said, being in the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I genuinely feel that. It's, it's like a reflection. I think all along, I've always looked out for, you know, things to do or company or I think what's stirring my soul these days is a lot of introspection and a lot of me time, which is making me also aware of myself. And I'm so finally at the age of 55, I'm, I'm discovering myself. And how, do, how, does, how does that feel? It, it's fantastic, actually, because, you know, we, the last person we thank is ourselves. And thank the whole world. We thank our, you know, everybody for something or the other. But the last person we do is really thank ourselves. Sit down for half a day and say, okay, wow. I mean, it's 55 years of bliss or whatever ups, downs, this, that comes. But how the me has survived me. That's beautiful. Let's underscore that. How the me has survived me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, what all we are, we put ourselves through and we've lived through it and we've really not patted ourselves or thanked our own self, whether, it, you know, so I think uh, that is what I'm enjoying these days, stirring my soul. That comes with a bit of travel, I have to say, you know, travel is my, uh, it's sort of, you know, when you're out of your home situation, it really does work for me out of sight, out of mind. You forget about so many of your uh, daily chores and everything. So it travel to nat- nature, travel yeah. uh, is stirring my soul these days a lot. And painting, yeah. driving, the things which I never did all my life. So driving. And you also did the Thar expedition, didn't you? Yes. Yes. Solo. And, yeah. yeah, that was an experience, actually. Absolutely. So funnily enough, you know, this COVID time in 2020, I, um, we had, you know, it taught you a lot, you know, of how to accept life and to be really be grateful for whatever you have. And then I made a little, I've never really made a bucket list because I believe, you know, you can keep making a bucket list. You never know when you're going to kick the bucket. So it, it's, it's something about but I said to myself, okay, things uh, that I would like to achieve within this year. Now, I could not promise myself. And I did a very interesting course. And I think you were my coach in that, you know, where I started the course saying that how I would see myself five years. And I really couldn't think because it was through this pandemic, we sort of did this. And I said, five years, oh my Lord, we don't know what's going to happen. They talk about second wave, third wave, what waves. So I really did a little list of, okay, 2021 is a year, what all I want to do. So I set myself smaller goals and, and uh, God's been kind that I've managed to do quite a few of my, those goals. Yeah. And I intend to keep working towards it. Of course, you have to work towards it. It's not just going to happen. But so just the, the goals that I set, that's motivating me to, that's stirring my soul to the end of this you know, I said, okay, uh, I have to get this going. And, you know, so, yeah, so it's been a couple of uh, fabulous moments that I've had in the last, to the pandemic, actually, which has uh, been an eye-opener. Sure. I mean, that's amazing. It's amazing that, you know, you dreamt it and you're making it happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the I read somewhere that, you know, if you don't dream it, you'll never, uh, you'll yeah. never make it happen. 
So you've got to dream it, you have to work your ways around it, prioritize. But I guess all that happens uh, when the time is all right, you know, when your body and soul is aligned, because otherwise it just doesn't uh, happen. Yeah. yeah, it's a time, it's a time that kind of everything is all, as you said, in alignment. You know? I think it's just yeah. pop, 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 pop. It is yeah, good. it's fabulous what uh, body, soul, mind alignment does, because that really is uh, the whole essence of my 2021. That's amazing. And that's so beautiful. <laughs> you know, when you talk about your, so this is 2021, obviously you spoke about all the things that happened, your journey. Tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, your, your ups and downs, your, some of your high points, some of the key learnings or defining moments you had in your journey, in your life. Would love yeah. to hear more about that. Okay, so interesting. It's, it's, it's been, I've led a beautiful, fulfilling life. When I look back now, and uh, really, and I really, truly, I'm, I truly feel that I'm blessed, even though I had, uh, you know, a couple of hardships, which I'm sure everybody deals with yeah. in their life, lifetimes. So I would break my life into three parts, you know, one okay. was from my childhood uh, till I was probably, till I lost my mother. So that was part one of my life. Sure. So that was, you know, a usual, beautiful childhood, you know, we are four sisters, grew up with adoring parents, traveled a lot, and, you know, we were, we were two years apart, so, you know, there was a lot of Rona Cup friends, schooling was fun, college was great, then I got married, that was, you know, lovely, then because I was, I married my then boyfriend, against all odds, so that was quite a thing those days, and then, you know, then, uh, then my mom, uh, I lost my mother in 1991. So that was phase one of my life. So that part of life taught me a couple of things is that really one or two lessons that came to me from that time was that, you know, you just have to be prepared, your, your readiness. And I think that's what my childhood did was made us ready, the preparedness for any kind of calamity it's very important to have that stable, good uh, childhood, a good grounding, family uh, values, family closeness, because that really prepares you for the future. And I was blessed, uh, though it came to me as a, you know, we were very young when I lost my mother, but that she sort of prepared us for our life ahead, you know, because nothing can be for granted, you know, and... So that was lesson one, you know, that don't take anything, don't take life for granted, just do what you have to do. She was very young. I mean, I'm, she was 47, 48 when she lost, when she was, when she died. So, I mean, I'm 55, so I've lived longer than her and I feel, oh my God, I still have, haven't achieved one tenth of what she did. So that was one part of my life. The second part of my life was after that, then I got divorced. So, so that part of my life was another beautiful journey because I explored and really found my calling that it was jewelry you know I went to study gemology and I did my jewelry business started my jewelry business so a lot of hard work passionate mm -hmm. I was single so I was raring to go and like and the lesson that my I got out of that phase of my life was that to be financially independent was the most important thing 
the first thing was already there in my life. My family backing support was already there in the first phase of my life. The second phase was now to be financially independent. And that was instilled by my father, actually. And uh, though I was, uh, you know, in my 30s, I had uh, 20 years of just complete work mode, uh, travel, work. It was all me, my life, my work. Mm-hmm. and supported by my family of course but and of course in between lots of relationships happened you know uh, men came went whatever and uh, and you know my family was very aware part of my journey so there's only one thing which uh, everybody used to worry about and tell my father oh you must be worried about her because you know she's the only one who's not married and all that so in fact my father said you know he would sit down and tell me he says I don't listen to all this if you're financially independent, that what that matters the most to me. And if you are a happy person, and you know, if and she says when things will all fall in place once you have that stability. So that really was like a big uh, lesson, and it stuck to me that I have to make myself financially independent. And that's what I achieved to do for the second phase of my life. Wow. I must say, uh, with the blessings of my family and, you know, with everybody that helped my client, the people I worked with, all my relationships, whether it was the men in my life, I think everybody really, whether it was a good relationship, bad, but everybody sort of groomed me in a way and prepared me and gave me such a huge, it was, it was the most wonderful few 20 years of my life. Amazing. You know, and with broken, with everything like not happening, happening. But when I look now uh, back at my journey, I think it was just so beautiful because I got the amount of stuff that I did and that learning cannot be, cannot be, you have to deal with it to, you have to go through it to learn it, you know, to know it. Then the third part of my life so far, I've reached only phase three, is when I met my now husband. And so this has been my phase three of my life, which I have also been, we've been married 10 years. And I know you just celebrated your 10th anniversary. That's right. That's right. In July. So 10 years. And this has been another beautiful part because though we've been only married 10 years, it seems like I've been married for 20 years. And, you know, we've done so much in these 10 years. So now that work has is important but it's not like my center center point of my life that's about a little bit of me time it's a little bit of our fat you know our time a little bit of indulging in you know things that i would uh, sort of uh, which i've not acquiring things but it's about living the life that i want to live sure. i think now with the also i'm experienced enough to know what works what doesn't work right. and take a few daring steps you know and so now this is my phase three. So now I'm still in this phase. And in this, the biggest learner has been this uh, teacher has been this coronavirus, actually. Yeah. So this has taught us the maximum, uh, I think, to, to each and every one of us. Yeah. That, you know, really live your life. Be grateful for what you have, because it's just so much around us that uh, we are not aware. And, you know, and I'm just so blessed to sit and have this coffee. <laughs> And, you know, have friends and have family who's still around. So, yeah. Yeah, lots to be, lots and lots to be grateful for. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, there are many learning points, but these are the main thing, I think, for being a woman. And we were four, four girls. 
my father was very keen that the financial independence should be our top, one of our priorities. He said, yes, everything else can fall in place. But that is amazing, you know, because as young girls, and a lot of the times girls are not taught that. Correct. To, to, be, to, to, be, to be focused on financial independence, to, to, be, to be able to understand the world of money, to be able to work on... It's not. It's not taught, particularly not taught. in the in the in the, in a country such as ours. Yeah? yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I mean, there's a thing like black money and white money. For the life of me, I actually thought it looked like black and it looked like white. You know, <laughs> and I, I made a real blunder, and I was told that like, what have you done? And this is this, and I said, okay, now I'm somewhat black money, and white money, is, yeah. you know, whatever. But it was a small thing. I didn't know how electricity bills were paid because, like, you know. Yeah. I thought some yes, people ring yeah. a bell and take the money, how we pay our other bills. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a wonderful learning and yeah. Yeah, so. yeah it's, uh, that's, that's amazing. So uh, Divya, when, when things were not going well and when things are not going well, what do you fall back on? What's your go-to that gives you the strength to get up and move again? I'm a firm believer of, of it's, if it's worked up till now, it will work. It will work. If it's worked, if things have gone the way you wanted it to, them to go, you have to be in control of things. And situations may not always be right, but I think it's mind over matter. And I think it's my go-to is, of course, my family. And I think it's my own self-confidence, very honestly. So, and the way that I look at it also, it's your ability to see things and accept things as they are. I mean, it is what it is, right? Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> I, that. yeah. I, mean, I have to hear you say it. So. Yeah, it really is what it is. And, you know, you can't fight it. So you live it and do the best in that situation. And what goes down will always come up. Yeah. I'm a firm believer of that. There's so much nonsense that one's gone through, but things have always looked up and, and there's always a, a guardian angel looking after each one of us. And uh, yeah, so I have, I'm a firm believer of that. Yeah. No, I, I, I see that because it reflects in your life, it reflects in your attitude, it reflects in your spirit, in the bon homie, you know, and that is so beautiful. Thank you, yes. Is there anything you feel you could have done differently? I don't mean it in terms of regrets, but you know, is there anything ever you feel that if I had done this, we have been all, how does that work? Uh, I'm really not sure. I really haven't thought about it, Shiba, very honestly. Like I'm a very now person, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, they say, so I think one of my biggest, I think it's a blessing is that I forget things very easily. So, you know, I mean, if you ask me what uh, I did three, four days back, it's like kind of a, unless it's something really beautiful. Like, I, I, so the bad things, unfortunately, I think I've trained my mind or it's happened naturally. I'm not sure. I really have, I really don't uh, dwell in uh, how it could have been and why wasn't it that. And, and I, uh, I'm not like bragging or boasting about this, but I genuinely really forget things very easily and I don't uh, hold on to any grudges for far too long and like I said I really want to live my day it's yeah, yeah. and I honestly well, mean that yeah and that is that is that is such a strength to have that is such a gift that is perhaps given to you naturally and uh, you know not living in grudges not grudging 
being able to forget, being able to move on, being able to let go. I think these are just amazing qualities to have. And they're very the company that I what helps is the company that I keep and also a drink every evening. I can't, <laughs> I said, what? What are you saying? What's your worry? Just have a drink and just relax, you know? So that's like uh, I mean high spirits because the spirits help. <laughs> that's right. But, yeah, and good company, music, spirit, everything helps. And I think uh, it's how you train your mind. And 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 it is the proclivity. Yeah. Natural proclivity proclivity to be happy, to look yeah. for happiness. And I think that is, uh, that is amazing. Divya, if you were to give a message or send, you know, to somebody who is, could be in your place, say 20 years, struggling right now, trying to figure it out, what's the message you would give her? You know, the message that I would, not to be too preachy, but I think just, just for, if you follow your heart, if you follow your passion, there is no way you're not because we sometimes don't even know what our heart wants yeah. so I, I think we need to like just uh, focus on living your life rather than trying to uh, achieve achieve in life I think we all get lost in achieving a lot of things in our life and not living our life and then at the end of it we say oh we did all that but did we really live our life so and the the things I would tell them is just live with be passionate about whatever you do and I'm sure things would fall in place. Mm -hmm. Don't take life too seriously. Mm -hmm. You know, it's to be lived and to be made mistakes and don't bash yourself. I think uh, certain values uh, are very important about just being nice, just be nice. So what does being nice mean to you? What, what, what? I know it's a very frivolous no. sort of a word. No, no, no. Be no. Nice. Yeah, I'm really nice. Just be a, a good, kind human being. A good, uh, a kind human being. And, and I think be it, you know, you need to be able to not put yourself, you, you, you need to reach out to people and you need to hear them out. You need to talk to people, talk to everybody. You need to, what should I say? Not be nice. Uh, just be a helpful in whichever way you can help somebody, yeah. you know, be helpful. Be kind, don't be devious, don't be stupid either, but don't be devious, don't be calculative, just uh, mm -hmm. share, share whether it's your happiness, sharing gives a lot of uh, joy, mm -hmm. share whatever you have and yeah, so these are the values which I think, you know, which we grew up with and I think that really uh, has helped me, you know, in my uh, life and I see that that's very important to share, to give, to love, to laugh just to be spread some joy and you know yeah and you do a lot of that um I, I believe that each one of us each individual has something very unique to give back to humankind you know it's a gift that we all have and nobody else will do do what divya does right because it's so unique to who you are the way that so what do you think your gift is wow <laughs> I think I give, I think the time that I spend with people, I want it to be, I want them to remember the time that they had. It should be a good time. I want them to remember, it doesn't have to be uh, that they had a fun time with me, you know, like I'm a fun person. I don't want them to take me seriously. I just want to have light moments with people and just have some fun and uh, be like the cheerleader and be like, a, you know, I think a lot of people just take them too seriously and I want them like to just shake them up. I say, okay, let's just get on with it. Let's just get up and dance or get up and sing or 
do something. So I want people to remember me as a fun person, as a happy, wow. happy person. Yeah, that they had a good time. So it's it's almost like it's it's like an make life an occasion to celebrate, right? Exactly. Every day, every day. I really believe in that. Like, and you do that. Not, you do that. Yeah. Don't you? I'm not waiting to pop champagnes for a special occasion. Every day really is a, a special occasion. Yeah. Every moment is so special. And, and I really uh, want to, like I said, like when this is the first time I really held my coffee and was in the moment. And I'm so happy that you made me do this because this is also besides popping champagnes and spirits, I think the coffee is going to give me that joy now. <laughs> I'm going to say, oh my God, I'm going to sit up in the hills. And I'm going to say, okay, my first sip of coffee it's lovely, yeah. Yeah, this is so intriguing. You know, when you say, I don't wait to special occasion to celebrate. And I, mm -hmm. I, I'm not waiting to, for something special to happen, happen and then I'll pop champagne. Is there a, there's something that you can pull out of all the things that you said that made you feel this deeply? Say rose, every day is a celebration. Nothing's particular, but I think it's just how life has been. Like mm -hmm. I lost my mother when I was very young, you know, so, mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I've always, uh, she used to keep, you know, I still have some of her handkerchiefs which have been nicely wrapped in boxes or she used to keep those things, you know, okay, I'll use this because those days, were, those times are different also, you know, collecting things and, you know, wearing things for special occasions and all. But the way she went in a zip zap, you know, way that it's really made me think that, listen, hello, Rich, nothing is for... And in the last few uh, years that we have seen how uh, normal, healthy people have just, uh, you know, left us and gone. So really it's like in a snap of finger. So you want to say, you know what? You have to really start enjoying your life. And I think that's the learning I've got from everybody that just uh, enjoy every day because you just don't know how tomorrow is going to pan out. Okay. And, you know, you want to just at least... Yeah. When you pop it, you need to have had your coffees, your your sparkler, uh, sparkling wines or whatever you have, had a good laugh and had a nice evening and then you're okay, you know? Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. I mean, what a way to go. What a way to go, right? Yeah. And every day you should live your life as if really it's your last day. You should really, I truly believe in that, that it should yeah. be lived as if it's your last day, chalo, khatam karo, no grievances, pick up the phone, talk to that somebody who you need to apologize to or say hi to or whatever. Don't have a to-do list. And when people say, I have this, this, this list of things to do. I said, I used to do that, but I stopped doing that because it's just now, uh, anyway, mentally you do make a list, of course, yeah. but, but I'm not sitting and writing them down because uh, it just stresses me out to, follow that then i said no stress don't no bashing yourself up absolutely that's uh, that's that's amazing and and thank you so much for sharing all this with me before we close out is there anything else you'd like to say that i think you know i mean whatever i've had a chat with you i've i've heard many uh conversations of yours uh, soul brews of yours they've been all with such uh uh, personalities and with such uh, people who have had you know done such meaningful work in their life and I really admire them and I uh, salute them and uh, and I just feel like such a small fry not being able to but yet again I'm not comparing I feel I've also achieved that much in my own life 
because I don't have, I'm, I don't need the medals. I don't, I feel I've, I've earned, you know, I've, I've given myself a medal that I said, wow, I've had a great life and I'm not, uh, so when I hear, heard all your chats, I said, oh my God, I'm doing this conversation with Sheba. I have nothing like no philanthropy really that I've done besides, you know, in small ways, whatever we do, or I'm not a part of any big organization. But I think in my own small ways, I think this, I'm very happy uh, with what I've achieved in my life. And I think, uh, I think we, we are all the time, we need to look at ourselves and really appreciate whatever we, each one of you, you Shiba have done so much in your life. I've done so much in our life. And I think we look for people, other people to appreciate us, but I think, I'm so happy with what all I've done in my life. <laughs> no, and Divya, you know, I just want to say this, that being authentic and being yourself and wow. being able to celebrate yourself without feeling constantly the pressure to be something else is one of the greatest gifts that you can have wow. and greatest thing to embody and to inspire in others. And I think you do that beautifully. So I Thank cannot you. even for a second say that you have not... <laughs> My God, if no. this is, if this, if every, everybody could achieve this state of being, yeah. life is made. Because mm -hmm. most of the time you're running after the next thing, the next curve on the road, that mountain, yeah. one mountain to It's not about that. And you it's embody not. that, you know? Thank you. Thank you. And I truly believe in it. And I thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my deep thoughts. And I didn't think I was thinking like, that till I had this conversation with you actually yeah. so you really did stir my soul also and uh, it was so uh, it was just a lovely chat I was wondering why we put it off for so many yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah I think the timing is it's all about timing when exactly meant to and I hope you thank continue. you it's a pleasure and I hope you continue to celebrate yourself and celebrate life Absolutely. and I look forward to being a part of that celebration and Lovely. celebrating yeah. with you and you are you are I know. thank you thank you take care of yourself yes. thank, you so, thank you so much thank you for your time and attention and for being a part of soul brews with Shiva until next week keep the coffee swirling <laughs> <laughs>